Okay. Prophecy update, May 5th, 2009, from the Superior Word. You've already discovered that I am not Charlie, so I'm going to try and fill his boots, and that's going to be a tough one. But the first topic, as always, is Israel. From the Times of Israel, federal judge blocks enforcement of anti-BDS law in Texas. District Justice shoots down a regulation requiring contractors to certify that they don't support Israel boycotts, saying rule infringes on the rights of free speech. The judge who did that, by the way, is Robert L. Pittman, who was appointed by Obama. (laughs) From also the Times of Israel, Lebanon ready to demarcate maritime border with Israel under UN supervision. Think about that for a second. The Speaker of Lebanon's Parliament said that Beirut is prepared to demarcate its maritime border with Israel, a move that could resolve an ongoing oil and gas dispute between the two neighboring countries, which are still technically at war. war. So, the UN's involved. They want to demarcate the, uh, um, the borders. So, would that not imply that Israel is, in fact, a sovereign nation? Which they claim is not true. So... There you go. From, for Al, from Al Jaminer, FDA approves Israel's company's Tiva, is the name of the company, Tiva's generic nasal spray for opioid overdose. The FDA announced the first of its kind approval of a generic nasal spray for <coughs> opioid overdoses treatment, manufactured by the U.S. branch of Israel's Tiva Pharmaceutical Industries. Tiva's drug is the first genetic product to receive final approval that does not require a medical training for its use. Commonly known as Narcan, the spray is considered life-saving medication. The FDA stated that it is working towards approving other generic products for the treatment of opioid overdose. Growing awareness in the U.S. of the risks associated with opioid overdoses, prescription and overuse has led to a backlash backlash against the industry's uh, practices carried out by drug makers. Several lawsuits have been filed in the U.S. against opioid manufacturers, Tiva among them. The opioid epidemic, according to the FDA, around 130 Americans die every day from opioid-related causes, has also led to regulation debate in the national level over spearheaded by the DHSS. It's a mess, believe me. JNS, Swiss government found to be spreading millions on anti-Israel lawfare. Does this mean they're no longer neutral? (laughs) I think we've lost that moniker a while ago. The Swiss government has been directly funding legal activity targeting Israel over the past year. The funding, estimated at two million at least, was transferred by the Swiss foreign ministry through its diplomatic mission in Ramallah to a series of Israel and Palestinian organizations one year ago. The transfer of funds took place shortly after the Swiss government ended its support for the Ramallah-based Human Rights and International Law Secretariat over its support for the boycott, excuse me, diverse uh, uh, divestment and sanctions movement. Ultimately, though the funds went towards financing similar projects, the contracts were signed by both the Swiss diplomatic mission in Ramallah and six other pro-Palestinian organizations in 2018. In addition, funding was allocated towards three Israeli organizations, 
the Hamakad Human Rights Organization, Physicians for Human Rights, and Abdullah, the Legal Center for Arab Minority Rights in Israel. From uh, Jay Post, younger Republicans are less supportive of Israel. So, while Republicans continue to be strong supporters of Israel, government, and people, a growing cohort of younger Republicans no longer view Israel's government favorably. According to the Pew Research Center survey, the survey showed that Republicans over the age of 65 are the only age group in which majority, 57%, which is kind of paltry if you ask me, have a favorable view of Israeli government. Among the youngest adults, those younger than 30, just 27 view Israel's government favorably. Young, young, young Republicans also have less favorable views of the Israeli people, a more favorable views of Palestinian people. You know, if you tell a lie long enough, it'll stick. Yeah. <laughs> Nearly half of the Republicans and Republican leaners uh, under 30, 48 percent, have a favorable opinion of Palestinian people compared with 30% of those 30 and older. In Christian news, from Vatican News, Pope sends aid to migrants, migrants uh, stranded at the U.S. border. This is old news, you probably heard it already, but Pope Francis has donated a half a million dollars, $500,000 to assist migrants in Mexico. The funds from the Peter Pence collection will be distributed among 27 projects promoted by 16 Mexican dioceses and religious congregations, which requested assistance in continuing to provide food, lodging, and basic necessities to the migrants. According to the statement from Peter's Pence, in recent months, thousands of migrants have arrived in Mexico, having traveled more than 4,000 kilometers on foot and with makeshift vehicles from Honduras, El Salvador, and Guatemala. Men and women, often with their children, flee poverty and violence, hoping for a better future in the United States. However, the U.S. border remains closed to them. In particular, the aid is intended to assist more than 75,000 people who arrived in Mexico in 2018 in six migrant can uh, caravans. All these people were stranded, unable to enter the United States without, without a home or livelihood. The statement reads, the Catholic Church hosts thousands of them in hotels within the diocese or religious congregations, providing basic necessities from housing to clothing. So Charlie writes here, he says, if they are escaping poverty and violence, didn't that happen when they crossed the southern Mexican border? They should have stopped. And then here's something that I was just, doodling with there, $500,000, 75,000 people. If you divide 75,000 into 500,000, the number you come up with is 6.66. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. How, how interesting. Anyhow, just a number. <clears throat> Christian headlines. Seminary president admits she doesn't believe in heaven, miracles, or Christ's res resurrection. The president of a seminary founded in 1836 on the infallibility of the word of God says in a new interview she doesn't believe in the bodily resurrection of Christ, the power of prayer, a literal heaven, or miracles. Serene Jones, president of the Union Theological Seminary in New York, made the comments in an interview with Nicholas Kristof of the New York Times for an article published Easter weekend. 
just to, I guess, be festive for the occasion. Although the author's intent may have been to inspire readers, it also served to spotlight the leftward drift of many seminaries. Union Theological Seminary's founding constitution stated the seminary's goal was to promote the kingdom of Christ. Professors were required to affirm they believed the scriptures of the Old Testament and the New Testament to be the word of God and the only infallible rule of faith and practice. But as Jones made clear, the seminary is a very different school today. She rejects the literal bodily resurrection of Christ. And she says, when you look at the Gospels, the stories are all over the place. There's no resurrection story in Mark, just an empty tomb. Those who claim to know whether or not it happened are kidding themselves, she said. She went on to say, crucifixion is not something that God is orchestrating from upstairs. The pervasive idea of an abusive God father who sends his own kid to the cross so God could forgive people is nuts. For me, the cross is an enactment of our human hatred, but what happens on Easter is the triumph of love in the midst of suffering. Isn't that reason for hope? She rejects the idea that God miraculously heals through prayer. I don't believe in a God who, because of prayer, would decide to cure your mother's cancer, but not cure the mother of your non-praying neighbor, she said. We can't manipulate God like that. She rejects the virgin birth. I find the virgin birth a bizarre claim, she said. It has nothing to do with Jesus' message. The virgin birth only becomes important if you have a theology in which sexuality is considered sinful. It also promotes this notion that the pure, untouched female body is the best body, and that idea has led to centuries of oppressing women. Okay. Asked what happens when people die, Jones responded, I don't know. There may be something. There may be nothing. My faith is not tied to some divine promise about the afterlife. We all know what will happen to her in the afterlife. She's building a fantastic diving board. This is not recent problem. The very fact that she was put in this position shows the failure going back at least several administrations. And that would be a quote from Pastor Garrett. Islam. Jerusalem Post, Sri Lanka bans face veils after Easter bombing attacks on churches. Authorities in Sri Lanka have banned women from wearing face veils under an emergency law in place after deadly Easter Sunday attacks by Islam militants. The measures would help security forces to identify people as a hunt for any um, remaining attackers and their supporting networks continues across the Indian Ocean Island. Authorities said that. But There are concerns within the Muslim community that a prolonged ban could fuel tension in the religiously diverse nation that emerged from a civil war with the ethnic minority uh, Tamil separatists a decade ago. There's about 9.7% of Sri Lanka's um, roughly 22 million people are, are Muslims, and only a small minority of women usually wear the Muslim, uh, in, in Muslim areas, wear the uh, full face burqa deal. 9.7, as Charlie says, is way too many, which I would agree. From Fox, Rashid Talib, our famous congressperson? She, congressperson, yes, yeah, that's right. I was afraid of Americans after 9-11, and that fear pushed her into politics. So if we can just get the logistics correct here. They blow up the buildings. She gets scared. 
I doubt that. So, from uh, Al Arabia, Russia to start deliveries of S-400 to Turkey in July. Russia will start delivering its S-400 missile defense system to Turkey in July. The head of Russian state arms exporter Rozo Baron Export said, Everything has been already discussed and agreed. The U.S. has threatened to impose sanctions if Turkey seals its S-400 deal with Russia. Ankara has said its purchase should not trigger sanctions as Turkey is not an adversary of Washington and remains committed to the NATO alliance. Apparently not, if they're getting those. Voice of Europe. 41 Swedish municipalities being forced to shelter returning Islamic State members. A recent uh, list of um, released by the uh, Center for Violent Extremists disclosed that 41 of Sweden's 290 municipalities are set to be forced to welcome back uh, scores of returning ISIS members. According to the Swedish broadcasting company SVT, the CBE, CBE invited officials to 41 municipalities to an event which aims to teach them about returning terrorists in order to provide a support to municipalities that have or may be able to receive returning children and adults from areas previously controlled by the IS. Because returning IS members have Swedish passports, as per Swedish law, they, can, they can't be turned away. This is the uh, pretext by which the 41 municipalities are being forced to take in the ISIS returnees. It seems as if, according to Swedish liberals, the ISIS returnees simply have the right to settle back in whatever they see fit and to claim even social benefits. About 50% of the 300 Swedes who made the trek to Iraq and Levant in and around 2012 to join their terrorist brothers and sisters in the IS have already returned back to Sweden. Some left-wing politicians in the country have even suggested that the Swedish government should integrate returning fighters back into Swedish society. Several municipalities have offered returning jihadists free driving lessons, free housing, and even debt forgiveness to make their transition back to Western society more comfortable. Sounds like Sweden is a suicide cult. They're no longer neutral. (laughs) We've covered this. From the BBC. Egypt president could rule until 2030 as constitutional changes backed. More than 23.4 million people voted in favor of constitutional changes. Egyptians overwhelmingly approved the constitutional changes that would allow President al-Sisi to stay in power until 2030. There's a change. From the Times of Israel, Rilani, Iran, says that Iran is willing to renegotiate if the UN lifts sanctions and apologizes. <laughs> Iran President Rouhani said Iran would be willing to negotiate with the US if it reverses economic sanctions and apologizes for its illegal actions. <laughs> and says uh, Charlie here, mighty big of him. <laughs> From Mongolia, CGTN, China and Mongolia signed deal on alignment of Uh, BRI Development Road Program. China and Mongolia signed a cooperative plan on promoting the alignment of China-proposed Belt and Road Initiative, which is the BRI, with um, Mongolia's Development Road Program in Beijing. 
Chinese President Xi Jinping, uh, Jinping, say his name? Xiping. Xiping, thank you, thank you. I'm too busy reading it, never saying it, so where am I? Okay, oh, here we are. And Mongolian uh, President But Butluga uh, witnessed the signing after their talks. Yi um, called for more efforts to align the BRA with the Development Road Program to promote the building of the China-Mongolia-Russia Economic Corridor. Under the BRI, China, Mongolia, and Russia signed an agreement in 2016 to build an economic corridor linking the three neighbors to boost transportation connectivity and economic cooperation in bordering regions. In Daniel 12 Technology, Eureka Alert, synthetic speech generated from brain recordings. I think he covered something like this a few weeks ago, but I guess there's, it's a ongoing developing thing and you know I, I just have to put the helmet on and you guys would hear it all right there um, let's see uh, state-of-the-art brain machine interface created by UC at San Francisco neurologists can generate natural sounding synthetic speech by using brain activity to control a virtual vocal tract and automatically anatomically detailed computer simulation including the lips jaws tongues and larynx the study was conducted um, in research participants uh, with uh, intact speech, but the technology could one day restore the voices of people who have lost the ability to speak due to paralysis and other forms of neurological damage, stroke, traumatic brain injury, and uh, neurodegenerative diseases such as Parkinson's disease, multiple sclerosis, and, um, and other diseases. <laughs> And uh, let's see, often that would result in the irreversible loss of ability to speak. Some people with severe speech disabilities learn to spell out their thoughts letter by letter using uh, assistive devices to track every small eye movement and facial muscle movements. However, producing text or synthesized speech with such a device takes laborious effort and uh, error and error prone and uh, painfully slow typically permitting a maximum of 10 words per minute compared to the 100 to 150 words per minute of natural speech the new system being developed demonstrates that it is possible to create a synthesized synthesized version i can't say that maybe i need this device here so of the person's voice that can be controlled by the activity of their brain's speech centers in the future, this approach could not only restore fluent communication to individuals with severe speech disability, the authors say, but could also reproduce some of the musicality of the human voice that conveys the speaker's emotional nuances and their personality. And uh, Charlie writes here, what if the brain has a stutter? <laughs> Okay, from CBS Local, FDA approves new treatment for ADHD using electrical shock to the forehead. Yes, there's an exciting breakthrough for the treatment of ADHD. It comes, and it does not involve drugs, thank God. It's like, you know, it's the first FDA-approved medical device for the condition that it works by stimulating nerves in the forehead. The device, called the Monarch's ETNS, stimulates different nerves in the similarity of the same way that the studies have shown stimulating nerves in the neck are affected 
for controlling epilepsy, epilepsy and depression. Researchers say it has often succeeded, it has successfully tested on Charlie Garrett, pastor of the Superior Word in Florida. And he says, okay, I added that last sentence. <laughs> Leave it to Charlie. <laughs> MSN. CDC, blood-sucking kissing bug confirmed in Delaware. Public, public health officials have confirmed the presence of the so-called kissing bug in Delaware for the first time in the state's history. The insect is a blood-sucking creature that feeds on animals and humans and has a particular fondness for biting faces. Yeah. While the bites themselves are not necessarily dangerous, the bugs can transmit a parasite that causes Chagas disease. And I don't know if you're familiar with that, but if you've ever given blood, one of the questions they ask you is, do you or anybody you know have Chagas disease? And it's like apparently enough to banish you from ever giving a, a, a pint of blood again. A potential seriously, a serious illness. According to the Mayo Clinic, the disease can cause sudden brief acute illnesses or it may advance to long-lasting chronic conditions symptoms range from mild to uh, severe although many people don't experience anything until the chronic stage if the patient receives no treatment the disease may advance to a chronic stage with symptoms appearing as late as 10 or 20 years after the infection in severe cases these symptoms could include irregular heartbeat congestive heart failure, sudden cardiac arrest, difficulty swallowing due to enlarged, enlarged esophagus and abdominal pain, and constipation due to an enlarged colon. And then from the patch, the kissing bug, which causes Chagas disease, confirmed in California. So uh, get your bottles of off ready for you. From uh, Reuters, Israeli reports highly pathogenic H5N8 bird flu at Turkey Farm. Israel, is reported, Israel has reported an outbreak of highly pathogenic H5N8 bird flu at a turkey farm in the north region of Hasafon. The World Organization for Animal Health said, citing a report from Israeli's um, agricultural ministry, the virus infected 350 out of the flock of 13,500 turkeys in Ma'al Gilboa, a report said. Some 200 birds died of the virus and the rest of the flock was slaughtered, it said. For morality, one news now headline, court to dad, your, daughter's, your daughter isn't a girl. A Supreme Court of British Columbia has found a father guilty of family violence because he refuse, refuses to refer to his 14-year-old daughter who suffers from gender dysphoria by, and wants to be a boy. And he calls her a male and, or, or wants to be called. She wants to be called a male. He's refusing to do so. Justice Francisca Marzaria said the father had engaged in expressions of rejection of her gender identity because of his choice of continuing to affirm in public that she, identified in court as A.B., is a girl. This court has determined that it is a form of family violence to A.B. for any of his family members to address him by his birth name, refer to him as a girl, or to female pronouns, whether him directly or to a third party. 
or to attempt to persuade him to abandon treatment for gender dysphoria. Just help them along in their madness. From Mail Online, surgeon will, oh, surgeon who hit cop with her, okay, let's start this over again. Surgeon who hit cop with her illegally parked car while trying to flee ticket dispute Dispute wins $1.2 million, claiming officers used excessive force. Okay, yes, a complicated uh, little headline, but the story is equally as complicated. A once prominent New York City surgeon told police, I am the hero, the cops are not, during a parking ticket dispute in 2016, which she won $1.2 million after successfully arguing the the officers used excessive force. Rachel Wellner, 43, initially filed the $30 million suit against the city, claiming her civil rights were violated when an officer allegedly pushed her and grabbed her arm during a traffic stop in Midtown three years ago. Wellner had illegally parked her car, her Volvo, over the crosswalk to dash into a store on February 2016. When she returned, she saw the police using her Uh, issuing her a parking ticket and reportedly became uh, confrontational. According to a police report, she told police police officers, I'm a doctor. I have patients that are dying. I'm I'm the hero. The cops are not. I don't accept the summons. I have to go. The Ivy League school-educated doctor then attempted to flee the scene and struck one of the officer's legs with her car. She was placed in handcuffs and later escorted to the police station where she pled guilty to disorderly conduct. So uh, Charlie writes, when the land when the land falls into the hands of the wicked, uh, he blindfolds its judges. From Job 924. There you go. From Fox. Maine legislators pushed to remove he and him from state's laws and replace them with gender-neutral terms. A bill working its way up through Maine's state legislature Friday is calling for words like he and him to be scrubbed out of the wording of its laws and instead be replaced with more gender-neutral terms. Maine's voters already voted uh, to approve this back in 1988 and um, just spiraling the drain. From other news, Mail Online, back to Maine. Maine. Swamps Colum- uh, swaps Columbus Day for Indige- Indigenous Peoples Day, and Oklahoma combines both as small group but growing number of states make changes to these holidays. From Mail Online, the Mississippi state flag is reprehensible and does not reflect our values of inclusivity and equality. So says the New York governor of the flag on a park that's in the Statue of Liberty, which New Jersey looks on to, for anyone who doesn't know that, it's not even their state. So uh, Phil Murphy ordered that the Mississippi flag out of the um, Liberty State Park, which overlooks the Statue of Liberty, the, the flags of all the states are displayed in the park, but Mississippi will no longer be represented and the American flag will fly in that spot instead. Murphy said the flag is offensive because it displays the Confederate symbol. From Daily Wire... I know, and we're still in New York here. So New York considers banning hot dogs and other processed meats over climate change. 
They do call it a, a gut bomb. So, you know, I don't know. New York City may on the, be on the verge of outlawing its signature encased meat, the hot dog, alongside other processed meats in a bid to make New Yorkers more climate conscious. Radio station Z100 reports that Mayor Bill de Blasio signed into law his own version of the New Green Deal last week. And part of the New York's GND involves teaching New Yorkers to make healthy, environmentally friendly choices based on banning specific problematic dishes from city menus. The plan, Z100 says, will cut purchases of red meat by 50% in the city-controlled facilities such as hospitals, schools, and correctional facilities. The new commitment builds off the Meatless Mondays campaign that was adopted by all New York schools in 2017. And Charlie says, which we'll report on later, I guess. Um, like the National Green Deal, New York City's version seeks to reduce the metropolis's carbon emission to near zero by 2050 and covers more than just the environment, but instead demands the nationalization of certain industries, including healthcare. From the Free Republic, vegan feminist cafe that imposed 18% gender surcharges on men closes down. <laughs> the, uh, the, the Handsome Her Cafe, which only opened a few years ago and was located in the inner city of Melbourne, described itself as by women for women. The venue attracted headlines in 2017 for challenging the gender, gender gap pay, which doesn't exist, by charging men extra. At that time, the cafe's management claimed the attention left them jam-packed with customers showing their support. Not anymore. The notice of the cafe's website says it's closing for good as of, as of April 28th. The cafe attracted numerous negative reviews on TripAdvisor, with one man saying he had to deal with an aggressive and irate woman who called him a vile beast because he was he was dissatisfied with his meal. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Mail online. We have a plan. Uh, we have a plan coming to swear. White House says it will. It expects to roll out immigration plan in the next couple of weeks, and Trump really will send migrants to sanctuary cities like Nancy Pelosi, San Francisco. <laughs> White House says it will reveal immigration overhaul in the next couple of weeks, but it is still in the process of figuring out all the details of the sanctuary city proposal. Trump claimed in a weekend interview that his administration is releasing immigrants into sanctuary cities almost exclusively. Ask what you wish for. Yeah. Be careful. Zero hedge. 1,600 migrants dumped in New Mexico, a city forced to spend $75,000 for humanitarian assistance. New Mexico officials reported that Border Patrol agents released almost 1,600 migrants into a town just over with only 100,000 residents to start off with. So 1,600 into a population of 100,000 over a 10-day period, forcing the city to spend $75,000 on humanitarian assistance. On April 12, CB, CBP 
began releasing the migrants apprehended at El Paso sector, which come which come as the agency uh, reaches to the breaking point trying to handle thousands of Central American migrant families crossing the border illegally in West Texas and the New Mexico boot heel. The city of Las Cruces um, responded by setting up a network of temporary shelters, shelters to house the asylum seekers. While they attempted to arrange travel on other parts of the U.S., nearly 1,200 were dropped off by Border Patrol agents during the first week alone. Mayor Ken, I won't even try and say his last name, told the local newspaper that most of the migrants move out quickly. He said 75% are gone. He explained the city is providing resources to about 250 people at any given time. And just to be clear, New Mexico is a sanctuary state, so they're, they're getting what they want. Zero Hedge, Border Patrol, apprehends, apprehensions in Rio Grande Valley already surpass all of 2018. Less than seven months into the fiscal year, uh, the Rio Grande um, Valley sector has a, apprehended more than 164,000 um, migrants, and that's a fiscal year, not the calendar year. So, zero hedge. Dallas, Dallas Fed ex unexpectedly releases the most gushing praise for Trump's economic economy yet, and it has been pretty fantastic. But here's what they said. When reviewing our financial performance over the last uh, few years, the outlook for the company has significantly improved, in large part due to the changes in taxes. During the Obama administration, our effective total taxes paid rate was over 70%, and now, under the Trump administration, our effective total taxes paid is, is about 50%. This has allowed us to hire more people, increase compensation, pay larger bonuses, purchase more manufacturing equipment, and make more investments. For those people who say that the lower taxes don't help the small and growing businesses, they are completely mistaken. Small and fast-growing businesses need as much after-tax profit, profits for expansion, investment, and as possible, and continue to be successful. If you want the private sector to expand and hire more people, it's critical we have sufficient after-tax money to reinvest and justify putting more time and effort into our businesses. The fastest way to make people give up is seeing all their hard work and results of their efforts redirected to wasteful and often counterproductive government spending programs. From Forbes, 300 and 12,000 jobs added in December, manufacturing growing at 714% faster under Trump than Obama. So that's something. So uh, I've gotten to the point now where we have our Lesrick of the week, and um, it was done by Kathleen, so it's a Catholic, and not a Lesrick. Well, it's okay, from Les. Les. Am I that am I that bad of a stand-up comic? I have to explain my jokes now. It's okay. On to the Catholic. <laughs> this is okay. This is actually done by okay, we already know this. It's by Kathy. It cost me more just being a man that women were honored honors the plan. But now they are broke. 
The public have spoke. It's equal rights people demand. Going back to the uh, Melbourne handsome honey thing or whatever that was. Okay, so uh, irony of the week. Um, the uh, theme is shocked. From Mail Online. Young Louisiana, young Louis, <laughs> young Louisiana military couple shocked by surprise baby girl after going to the hospital hospital for kidney stones. Oh, yeah, imagine passing that. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Mail online again. Man's life is saved when the ambulance carrying him to a hospital for a dangerously high heart rate of 200 beats per minute hits a huge pothole and joints and jolts his rhythm back into normal like an electric shock. Yeah, there we go. Such is the world we live in from Sarasota, Florida to UB, Mongolia. I'm Jim Dwyer. This is the superior word. And that is your prophecy update of the week.